0: Booze and books may contain boozy language and themes. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello. It's our sixth episode. And we got a special guest this time. It's one of our friends, Raina. <laughs> Hello.
2: Hello. <laughs>
1: So happy to be here. Yes, we love the fact that you're here and are going to join us on this episode. This is the perfect
0: opportunity to bring someone in, I think, because, I don't know, when I think of business books or any type of like, I don't want to say lifestyle book, but like nonfiction, career body book. I think yeah. Raina. Like yeah. I exclusively.
2: I think it should non nonfiction right books.
1: <laughs> so, Where that's I different from what we usually do. Literally enjoyed. don't
2: remember the last time I read a novel that's or fair. anything. I'm this all about I think the last book I remember for this was Shoe Dog by oh. Phil Knight. Oh. The Nike one. I could not oh, put it down. Okay? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh. So, recommend that one. But yeah, yeah definitely don't... don't typically dabble in the fiction, so I'm glad you guys <laughs> made a stretch and went out of your typical typical yes. genres to ac- accommodate my presence
0: here. Well, we're so lucky
1: to yeah. have you. And honestly, this is probably, like, a good way to go, too. Like, this was a good book. Yeah,
0: I liked it. Yeah, I agree. Like, I'm not a big non... Well, I shouldn't say that. There's some non-fictions I like. Yeah. Um, I have to say, this is the first non-fiction I've ever finished that involves, like, career advice in it at all. Yeah. Like... Finished a lot of comedy nonfiction, but like career-wise, never finished one.
1: So, <laughs> I think under chapters it's classified as like business finance, I believe.
2: I looked it up and it was under humor.
1: Yeah. Really? Which I thought was weird
2: because when I went to go buy it, I looked typed it in because I was looking in all the business huh. sections, and then it was under humor. That makes more sense. I know, but when <laughs> I, I looked it up on it like is, the it in- is a
1: complete it's totally a career advice book. Well, so technically. I don't know. They are humor. That's where the other books are. So they might be under humor oh. to keep them. But when I looked it up on like, yeah, Indigo's like app, really? it came up as, impre- okay. I mean, Now I have to look it up. We always
0: end up doing that. I always end up fucking looking it up. But, okay.
1: uh, but I'm pretty positive it said business finance and I'm not going crazy. different
0: chapters though. Because if you think about it.
1: Like, I did off the app. Yeah. But, be a general thing.
0: Oh, in general? Like you didn't do store specific? No. Oh. I, really I don't like do the...
1: store specific when it comes down to where I can find the book.
0: That's
2: fair. <laughs> I really like the cover. Mm-hmm. I love the cover. I love the color of the book. I like
0: the color too. I love the art. Um, I, love I didn't even realize what the picture was because I didn't have the physical copy for the longest time. And then I was like looking at it on my, like, Audible, and I was like, oh my god, it's like a little Apple keyboard with, like, some notes and wine. (laughs) Wine and spill. This is my life
1: in a picture. That you hope you don't spill your wine on. (laughs) On a keyboard, right? Yeah, that would be the worst thing ever.
0: Um, so... Uh, we just skipped right over the title, but this episode of Booze and Books is titled, Screw It! When's Happy Hour? And... Uh, Kristen's going to talk about, ah, oh she's
1: business and finance and management and leadership. That makes more sense. Okay. I feel like
0: humor
2: makes more sense. But I think business but, and uh, not finance, but business. They should have a business sense. and
1: humor <laughs> section. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, that would be the one perfect one. fit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, cause like it's, well, I think the main, um, section is business and finance, but it's under the subsection management and leadership. That makes sense. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is technically where they ended going in that direction. Gotcha. Gotcha. And they are humorous in this, but I think they left them in chapters under humor for a reason. Yeah. Because of the other ones. That's fair. (sighs) I just have to prove (laughs) everyone. Okay. (laughs) So, yes, the episode is called Screw It, One's Happier. This book is by Betches. So they are. A multimedia dis, uh, destination for young women that can experience the thoughts that run through their head but are too afraid and, or uncomfortable to say it out loud. So um, I follow them mainly through Instagram, which I'm pretty sure a lot of you, well, both of you two, mm-hmm. uh, watch them through. I listen to their podcast, well, one of their podcasts. Raina, you were saying that you listened to one of their other ones?
2: Yeah, I uh, recently, they just started coming out, I think in the last couple months, with one called Diet Starts Tomorrow. Diet Starts Tomorrow. And it's uh, Sammy and Aileen oh, are the, yeah. the hosts of it, and they have different sort of like health and fitness influencers and oh. doctors and um, That's awesome. authors, that sort of thing on it, and it's basically all about their struggles with... Diet, yeah. health, fitness, uh, body image—all those things—and um, mm. it's it's really good. It's because they are saying that they are always trying new diets, and they have yeah. you know unhealthy relationships with food, and they're like basically it's like their journey to you know come to terms with food and have a good relationship with it, and all those things. And oh. it's, so it's really relatable. It's really um, interesting, and it got me. It made me really like them. <laughs> like because I, I yeah. didn't even know who they were. Right. I just I just yeah. followed Betches on Instagram, yeah. and I liked that account. Uh, but that's all I knew about them. I didn't really... And I, and then I guess I had seen the the nicest Just a Place in France book covers, Insane, places, or whatever it. the other yeah. one was. Uh, I knew they had a couple books, but I didn't really even put it together that much, that yeah. they were the same kind of company. And then I started listening to that podcast, and then I... Now I start, now I started following the You Up podcast. I started yes, listening to that one. <laughs> their Vetch Slapped, which is like a weekly or daily podcast. Oh. So yeah, I, I've actually gotten quite a bit more into God. it, and I now follow them like, their individual accounts and stuff on yeah. <laughs> Instagram.
1: Like, I watch, or I I go to their webpage and, like, read their news articles, and, like, I watch Vanderpump Rules, Ooh. so they do, like, recaps of that and stuff like that. Yeah, I think they, they oh. reference the Bachelor. the Bachelor. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: tons in this book, too, and I was like, yeah, The Bachelor! There you go. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I watched The Bachelor, Bachelorette, yeah. and they do, like, recaps of that and, like, Vanderpump oh Rules, and I'm like, yes. I just feel, like, the title of this book and the tagline is misleading.
0: Okay, so. It is. It divided. is. It is. A hundred percent. Right?
2: Um, not in like a super negative way. It's just not really what it's about. No. Like, no. work hard so you can hardly work is not what this book is about. No. Oh, I agree. You know, it's I about agree, it's agree. about you know how to be successful in your career as much as possible. Pretty much, like that's more that would be a better take. Obviously, <laughs> wording it better, but I don't think "work hard, so you can hardly work" really encapsulates that's what true. the book is about. I agree, right? Yeah. I feel like I was expecting them to have something more, more about, like you know, like yeah. the four-hour work week, like, yeah. How to you know, like that four hours would be a completely different book.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: like to yeah. x your productivity or something like that, and like have some way yeah. of you know. Like, yeah, optimizing the way you work, but it's not anything about that. It's literally just straightforward career advice, which is great, but it's not yeah. What yeah. this it's, is saying. Yeah. yeah. So I found that a little bit like, I don't know what I was expecting. I think I was expecting it to be what it was, but I just thought the title was just so confusing. I agree. A little bit. Yeah. I didn't
0: really think about it too much until you mentioned it in your notes mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, actually, <laughs> I didn't, we didn't, they didn't talk about anything like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's the opposite. And like, they, like, they talked
1: about, about. went like, happy hour, but they, like,
0: they brought it up a couple yeah. of times, but I was like, yo, when are we going to talk about, like, happy hour, corporate life? Like, yeah. <laughs> going to happy hour. I was
1: like, no, okay. Now yeah, it was, yeah, it was pretty much everything but that, but, yeah. eh. It took a turn. Which is fine, but it was just, yeah, that was a bit confusing to me. Speaking of happy hour. (laughs) (laughs) This is our happy hour. Um, A little after happy hour, but whatever.
0: (laughs) So, as our title states, we have uh, Screw It, which is a cool wine that Kristen found. Um, This week...
1: We have four bottles, guys, instead of our <laughs> normal three. To be fair, there's one extra person. That's so. true.
0: That's true. We did aim for three this time. Normally, we only aim for two and end up with three. This time, we aimed for three and ended up with four. So, we have four it
1: to talk about. just worked out. Then we have up fifth.
0: That's <laughs> true. Yeah. The wine o'clock, guys. The
1: backup wine. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> backup wine.
0: Um, I don't know. Kristen, do you want to start with yours? We've got two reds, two whites. Yes. what are you drinking?
1: I'm drinking the Shiraz, and I actually kind of like it, because, like, around, so, like, the label's got, like, a diamond kind of thing on it, and it's set, or at least on mine, it's got, like, little things, like, treat yourself well, seize the moment, do what you want, and be good to yourself on it. I don't know if your guys' is different. It says the same. Mine says the same, too, but But it's cute. cute. (laughs) They're not unique, but apparently hey, uh, anyway, so mine is uh, Shiraz. So it's a vibrant raspberry and black currant um, flavors combined with a subtle hint of spice for a smooth finish. Um, it says to unscrew it with homestyle burgers, ribs, grilled garden veggies, or enjoy it on its own. Obviously, I'm having it by itself. So um, I actually quite like it because these bottles were $12.50 Perfect. each. So, like, for how the, or at least this one's tasting, I think it's pretty good. Is this Costco
0: or whatever pricing? No.
1: This is Crowfoot Liquor.
0: Okay. So, regular price.
1: No. Pretty good. I I bought a lot of other balls flying from Costco Liquor. This one was not part of it. Do you like it? I'm smelling more. I like the smell.
0: That's good.
1: (laughs) I taste, like, the raspberry and stuff in it. I like it. I like this I set aside your to-do thing. list. Me too, treat which yeah. is
0: funny. I just wrote that it's too on very the back. cute and Do really, they
2: have yeah. a to-do list? <laughs> set yeah, aside it. your to-do list and treat yourself. Oh,
1: yeah. I was like, where's the to-do list <laughs> yeah, on like, here? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I like it. Yeah. It's kind of, I don't know, maybe has a little bit of a jammy taste to it, but it's not like really. jammy
0: taste? Like jam? Yeah. <laughs> I want Like that. jelly. I'm, I'm here for that.
1: Yeah. I think it's just because of the raspberry taste and stuff like That's that. That's okay, yeah. But, no. let see what your guys is.
0: Uh, Raina, what are you drinking? I am drinking the
2: Pinot Grigio, which mm. is my go-to <laughs> variety. Is that what it's called? Um, I'm not a wine expert. I have recently switched to drinking wine because I gave up beer. Yeah. Till Mayors. So, yeah. I've just forced myself to drink wine because I feel like I don't like it as much as I like beer. So, I'll drink less. If I drink wine only, <laughs> but it That's hasn't fair. been that effective. So
0: I just ended up drinking <laughs> a lot of wine,
2: but, um, I always drink Pinot Grigio. I really just, I found that I like Pinot Grigio, so I just stick with it. That's fair. Um, but this one I actually really like, it's plump peach and citrus aromas. Um, they blend to create this light and crisp Pinot Grigio with a refreshing finish, to unscrew it with your favorite pan seared seafood choice, artisanal cheeses, Ooh. or perfect for enjoying on its own, which of course I'm doing as well. I, um, yeah, I really like it. It's really, really light. It is sweet, but I like sweet wine, so yeah. that's, I, I don't like to the extent of like a moscato or like juice, oh, but yeah. I do, sure. like, you know, like, that I, juice. what <laughs> is it, like, um, Boons or something like <laughs> sort of thing. Well, Like, I don't like that sweet, um, high school. like white vanilla or that sort of thing. But I is. like Pinot grigio I think, is my kind of perfect midpoint of like being yeah. relatively sweet without being juice.
1: So, okay, yeah, yeah, because I think it was like the Sibylline Rivalry <sighs> wine that we had, and I think that was, was that the, the cheap one that, one? yeah, the cheaper
0: one that we were impressed by.
1: No, that was the one I think that was the juice. Tasting it you. Oh like right. Like, so we did the like second that. one. She like had one. She's like, this I was like, is like nope, juice. I can't drink this. And <laughs> then she like finished it like that because she's like, you're already a little drunker. Oh probably. Probably. But she's <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, she's drink like, half I need drink my bottle, bottle, guys. I know. It was I, a day we and we haven't and even gotten there. <laughs> it was a day and a half.
0: She's a, yeah, as if you weren't already starting, Christmas.
1: I have no clue what you're drinking. What's your drink? What are you drinking? I am
0: drinking the Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, so another white, which we all know, I am the one that usually drinks that. Um, <laughs> this guy is a citrus fruit and peach blend in perfect harmony to create a crisp and soft finish. And screw it with your favorite grazing selections of fresh veggies and mild cheeses, or it's just as great on its own, which it is just as great on its own. Um, <laughs> yeah. For a sauvignon blanc, I quite like it. It's. Not too sweet, which is nice because I don't like the sweet, but it's not dry either. It could be a little bit more dry, but I think that's just the souvenir blockiness of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I would rate it 8 out of 10. Hmm. Considering the price point of it, I would buy it again for sure. Um, We do have a Malbec as well that I'm really excited to unscrew (laughs) eventually. Um, But I do want to try... I will want to sip of that back. Right? Right? I'm like, yeah. We, uh, we saved the back for last because it's a good one.
1: Yeah. Pretty much. We always have one that we drink a little later. Yeah. But, uh, the Malback says on the back, um, flavors of rich blackberry combined with luscious plum and a delicate hint of violet to make this delicious and flavorful wine. Oh, so this would be my kind of wine for what food to go with. Um, because you unscrew it with a sizzling barbecued steak, mm-hmm. mm, rosemary, potatoes, kale salad, or treat yourself to a glass on its own. So I feel like all of them you so can you drink on your own. Right. Yeah, but...
0: You're right, screw it. You're right.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, but sure. definitely, for sure, all down for all those foods. And all of the ones that you go with, too. But, um... Um, now that we talked about the wine, um, we'll just tell you guys what book we're going to read next month. Um, it's going to be called, I actually convinced Lindsay to do a romance book. I, fuck. <laughs> I mean, I know. Like, it, I think it's more like romance chiclet more than. It sounds like it's going to be fucking Fifty Shades of Grey. Type
0: which, of with a little horror. bit more
1: rot Well,
0: it's, gonna be it's erotic, not really
1: that bad. I feel like every romance book is. 50% 50%. 50%, <laughs> 50%. <laughs> Technically, I've read it and it's not that bad.
0: You said it was the most sexual of all of them. That's it
1: like, is. That's the reason
0: why I went with that. Oh, it is. <laughs> okay.
1: No, there's sex saying... in it. There's okay, sex. Good. Okay, good. And like Ronti talk and like all that, purr, which we'll purr. obviously get into when we talk about the book. But no, it's not 50 Shades' of gray area. We said that we would read at least one romance. And this we did a teen. It up. She's fine with teen romance, as we concluded after last. Which is more twilight Yeah. Find out What was it? It was Royals. Oh, by it was
0: HH pretty good. It was very, like, <laughs> I listened
1: yeah. to most of that one, but I didn't read that book. But I listened yeah. to your no, like. Yes, and it was like, a
0: good one. It was
1: a good yeah, book. Yeah. And, like, the first teen one I was I didn't have to better. think
0: about it a lot, so I was like, okay, yay.
1: Yeah. And, like, this one, I don't know. Obviously, we'll get more into that during that one, but yeah, it's a romance. It's called Sin by Emma Hart. Mm. I let's love the kick happened. ass, very bitchy, strong headed woman characters that she has. Okay, that's every good. Single, like, I'm here for that. Every yeah. single one of her books. And I'm like, that's fuck yeah. So now that we said what book we're reading next month, let's get on to what this book is about. It's
0: about what's happy hour.
1: Yes. So, like, we were talking about before, circling back, about the tagline and stuff like that. Um, I guess, like, how we were, like, saying, like, it's completely, the tagline is different from what it is actually written about in the I, blog. Yeah, I, and yeah.
0: I thought it was going to be funnier, too. Like, I'm not saying it wasn't funny. There was definitely, like, Just a lot more of, like of it. relevant millennial memes and stuff like that. But I just thought it would be funnier. I, I went into it thinking this is going to be more comedy, less business career. And it was more business career, less comedy. Which I ended up liking. That's just how I went into it. It was just a bit yeah. of a surprise. Yeah. But I
1: liked it a lot. I do have to say I went into it thinking it was going to be more like their other books. Which is a little bit more comedy area. Someone who
0: hasn't read their other books. I really... And I'll be honest. I knew nothing about Batchos Like... I only know of them because you recommended this book. Mm-hmm. Sorry about you. But now I'm a huge fan. <laughs> um, so I honestly, after reading this book, though, I really, really want to read um, their first one about dating. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, um, what's it called? How do, not, mean, nice, not nice as a place in France,
1: but the one before that. That is the first I one. had a
0: great time in other lies yeah, it's or something. Like, sorry, sorry. that's
1: the, Yeah, that's the one. I yeah. had a great time. Yeah, that's the second one. The oh, sorry. Nice that's the one I want to read. And Brian's is the first one. Oh, okay. Why yeah. do you
2: want to read a dating book when you're engaged? In- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if just sounds fucking like funny. I don't know. Yeah, that's such a true thing. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, it's fine. Just do it just for interest. fucking
1: funny. I'm just <laughs> curious. <laughs> I have no idea. To live on the. Oh, see how funny. people view dating? Kind yeah. of.
0: Wow. I don't know. live that, like. I wonder if lid, it's
2: outdated I wonder, if it's a few years old. That's true. How many years ago did that come out? Hello? I want to know,
0: like Tinder era. Bumble? I think it's like probably two years ago. What's oh, I thought one? it was slightly like three or
1: four. Called? Called. That's the What's first the one, one you use. Hinge. Hinge. Okay. Super cool. Just announce everyone I'm single. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I could have been
0: pointing to anyone in this
1: room. That's true. The hey, guy over there <laughs> sitting on that
0: weird sofa. What do you use? <laughs> <laughs> what do you? use? Yeah, but, I don't know.
2: I feel like they. This book was a little bit more simple than I thought... It would be. It would be. Like, I I was just expecting some sort of revolutionary advice, and it was just really straightforward, practical advice. And I'm like, that's great. No. And I just think, for me, it's not particularly relevant to where I'm at. I feel like Mm -hmm. it would have been something I would have really loved to have read three or four years ago.
1: Yeah. Which... So, I was reading... like an article like about them like um the Forbes article that they got written about them the top 30 under 30 yeah and like their target audience is actually 18 to 24 so oh my god why do I feel so old so like we're not even so like I I guess it's it's like you think about it like yeah like it's not really relevant so much like the like simple advice but like I guess for like that age range if you're literally technically yeah it would be
2: In university, I would recommend this book. Yeah. In or coming up on finishing university, or if you're in a job that you want to change and you've been really
1: comfortable in your job and doing something that to be honest, this is like my kind of book. Yeah, fair. I'm like, like basically like not going to stay in my job forever. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Circle back to that. Um, (laughs) Tactical advice for that type of thing for sure. But yeah, I know it is more simple. My, I super agree with that because
0: I, I thought too. I was like, this is gonna be revolutionary. I'm gonna learn something that is gonna steer me in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And I'm Rena's biggest fan. I feel after this, but honestly, <laughs> I like was reading it and I was like. I already knew this. I already knew this. Yeah. You know why? Because Raina fucking told me. <laughs> like, and I swear to God, like when I was applying to um, somewhere, yeah. who helped you with my resume, why can't I think of it? Anyway, um, at the time, and it was after Raina and I used to work together after those days, uh, Raina helped me with my resume and every fucking point they touched on, I was like, I already knew this. Like, I knew this. I've already done all of this. And I was, and it just kind of was like, it really is like, okay, yeah, this is stuff. I already knew because my friend had already told me all of this stuff because she has all these skills developed from doing it herself. From so, living it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: I think that's just, that's what I texted you. And I was like, I literally feel like I could have written this book. <laughs> and not saying that I'm an expert no. in everything. But I, I have lived through all of these scenarios and I have had a first awkward meeting that I've had to sit through and, you know, keep my mouth shut. And I've under I've learned the etiquette by being in meetings like that. And I've just had, I've been through like grueling recruitment processes for my current job. I interview people in my job now. And so I do resume screening and I, I am a performance coach for people within my company. So I do give them mentorship as well so it's just <laughs> sort of a like at this point in my career it's not technical advice but it's stuff that I wish I could have had back when you, three or four years uh, ago yeah, if yeah. I had this advice or this book back then and I could have you know not learned through experience <laughs> trial and error it's yeah. like that's what I, I think it would I be agree. beneficial to people like that for sure and yeah. not saying like there was absolutely nothing here that I didn't know before I really liked a lot of their topics around men and women in the workforce I just yeah. love talking about that and yes. and hearing other people's yeah. opinion on it and other people's experiences yeah. and I love how they had um, some of those sort of titles and topics and there was some so there was some meat to it in that sense as well like but I do think for for people who are who are starting out this is a really beneficial book if you're if you're pretty like up and running in your career <laughs> it's not gonna like, that's why when I was like, work hard so you can hardly work. Like, are they going to, you <laughs> know, like, like like them them teach me some yes. way to be different <laughs> no. like, in, the, in what I do? And it's just, instead it's more just like, how do you get a career going? It, there you go. I liked their disclaimer yep. around, you know, this is their experience also. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know, like, they're like, yes. oh, I, like, they're all, you know, middle class, yeah. educated, white yeah. females. Yeah. And so, like, yeah. if you were from a different life kind of this might not demographic, yeah, yeah, this
1: might, this won't, Really I, I thought it was funny how, like, periodically through the book, they'd be like, well, if this, if you're A, then please stop reading. Drop this book. Oh, yeah. Like, stop reading. You don't need to read further. If you're an engineer and you're in tech, like, you're super right. smart and you should stop reading yeah. Like, now. you don't even need to read <laughs> this kind of thing. And then you're just like, what about the rest of us? It kind of made me think, because, like, they're talking about, like, hobbies and, like, what you do on, like, the side and, like, blogging and stuff. And I was yeah. thinking about, like this podcast yeah that's true and like Lindsay and I were talking about like how like our ultimate like end goal which we're not we're even close to right now like our ultimate like thing would be to like be able to build like an empire network off Mm -hmm. like podcasting and like Mm -hmm. A multimedia company, a lifestyle
2: company, you could be (laughs) Betches. (laughs) Pretty (laughs) much, exactly. And like do
1: something like where we don't have to like do other, like do, do this all day. Content creation yeah, something. And like have different podcasts and like kind of like build it kind of thing. We're in the very infant, infant stages. At (laughs) least
2: you guys have taken the step towards it. Like I respect you guys so much for that. I didn't know what I wanted to do and I still don't like really I'm happy in my job for sure That's but um, and I've had a lot of I've definitely yet yeah, come a long way in terms of moving like full career 180 yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I feel like in that sense I I yeah. I think I have helped a lot of people you know navigate that just because I have done it and I what I try and kind of do now not I haven't made it by any means, you know, like, I'm not like, I'm not driving a Maserati. I'm not like the, I'm not the, the, the icon. I'm not, you know, but know. Yeah. that being said, like, I have, I have done a transition, um, and been able to sort of move up in my new role relatively quickly. So kind of almost yeah. like I did a, I did a full career sort of 180, went from retail professional to management consultant in technology (laughs) very big change and then from there I was able to move up quickly in terms of my promotion timeline during that time I was in that in my current company and that was I think something that only came because I had really strong sort of people in my corner like I did work so hard Mm -hmm. but I had a lot of strong mentors as well um Mm -hmm. throughout that time
1: as they mentioned and, in the book.
2: Yeah, <laughs> seriously. And those, and even though there were some people who... There was three people who I... Two people who had as formal, official mentors that were provided to me through a mentorship program from the U of A Alumni, oh. Business Alumni Association. Right, right, right. And they were in management consulting as their um, career. And then I had another formal mentor who was in oil and gas. He knew I wanted to move into mm-hmm. consulting and he introduced me to someone else in consulting. So I had three mentors that were very... Uh, supportive to me and they gave me so much advice and they were rather than just be like they didn't actually none of them gave me a job none of them were like work at my company like here's a platter job they were they were just supportive and let me talk and gave me ideas and for example I was doing my MBA and they were like you know front load your courses do as much as you can as possible now because once you start your job you're going to be crazy busy and I was like I didn't even think of that like I need to do these things so having people who are just Giving you free advice and able to support you. Now I, now that I feel like I've, I'm in a point in my life and career that I have something to say and I have advice to offer. I'm like, I want to pay it forward for the rest of my life. Help like, I wanna, me, not yeah, like, yes. like Like, help so much. Like, I just want to lift, and especially women. Like, I just want to yes. lift as many women up as possible. Two people in their lives. here, yeah. Like, let's Man. let's build our fucking empires. Right, like, right. take over the world. because yes. I'm like. Like they said in this book, like, what, this is the first year in the history of time that being a white male maybe doesn't put you at the exact top of every possible scenario ever. <laughs> it's like only yeah, because of Time's Up and Me Too that they're like, oh, I'm being, you know, attacked oh, or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, that's why I'm super supportive of it. So I love, you know, books like this, I do want to, and so I try and pay it forward. So they, I'm glad that you oh, You feel like I have super, helped you, but oh I'm like, God, I just, yeah. I've had so much help from people, I want to continue to pass it on i have, I have to, to say i have a girl, girl crush on you too there's a long <laughs> For list sure. of people i'm sure
0: but it's like it's kind of crazy because it's like yeah you're one of my best friends but at the same time it's like it's like an un, unwritten mentorship no I well no, oh, no i definitely like <laughs> if, really nice. if i have any career questions i go to you like it's just that's how really it nice. is because that's <laughs> Stuff. No, but it's so good. Like, you're right. Like, <laughs> I, I know who I'm going to for this stuff. Right? Like, she's just, I don't know. I'm just, Rain's big fan fat over here. It's anyway.
1: right. <laughs> We would have never guessed. It's
2: I've grinded. I've grinded You yeah, have. Yeah.
1: There's
2: some people who just, like, Stumble into good jobs and well, careers. that's what I mean. Like, and I'm I was like, definitely not are one not of them. You're not that
0: person. That's why like, I'm like... I, I've never
2: been like... I've had to be like that. I want that job. Up. And I'm going to do everything I can yeah. to get it. And I have to work really hard at it. Like, And I'm not saying I haven't had breaks. Like, obviously... I don't
0: even think you've had like... But
2: in terms of like, for example, like I... You know, I graduated without student debt because I have my... Okay. Like, like, so that's an advantage I had that some people won't always have, which could limit their ability to, say, take on like, if you have to work Mm. a ton of jobs to be able to pay for your schooling, and then you graduate and you have a ton of student debt, you're paying it off immediately. You have to be, yeah, you have to sacrifice everything to be able to pay, start paying things off, or that sort of thing. You know, there's some people who don't have, you know. So I'm saying, as much as I, you know, I say, oh, I work so hard, like. Still, I have had breaks. But okay, yeah, and everyone, yeah. but everyone gets breaks in different ways. Where some people, like, maybe yeah. they paid for their, their education and they're paying off student loans. But, like, they happen to stumble into a kick-ass, job. perfect yeah. job the yeah. day yeah. they graduated. And they've, like, yeah. been loving it ever since. You know what I mean? And so, there's exactly. these people that yeah. get different breaks and different advances. But, yeah. Oh, my gosh, guys. We need to talk about this dating analogy stuff. Um, throughout this entire book, I was, like... I have been saying this for so long, And I kind of use it in reverse, where I say mm-hmm. I struggled with dating, and I related it to, I was like, it's okay, cause dating is like a job, and you're not gonna not get a job.
0: Oh, okay. You know oh. what I mean? So, <laughs> so I had
2: it backwards. Right? You're not gonna
0: not get a job. You know
2: what I mean? And yeah. so I was I. They always talk about it where they're like, oh, like, think about it like a first date. You mm-hmm. want to make a good impression. Yeah. And then employment ghosting. And, like, that's something <laughs> I thought was really funny. And so, but I always talked about true. it. So, and I, um, um, like, when I would stop seeing someone, I'd be super sad. And then I'd be like, I'm going to be single forever. Oh, my God. I'm devastated. Yeah. And then I was just like, when I was tre- in between jobs trying to get a new career, trying Mm -hmm. to make a full career change. I was talking to Grace and Grace was like, Reina, like you're not gonna not be successful. (laughs) Like it's just, who you are is not going to be... It's true. ...not successful. Like you're gonna get a good job and you're gonna have a good career. It just is who you are. So like, just understand that because I was so, I was so kind of beat down because I had been, I had been, you know, trying to figure out what I want to do Mm -hmm. next. And... So I was like, okay, this is true. So then I f- started focusing on just job searching, found a job. Mm-hmm. And then after that, when I was single and I was like, I am never going to find anyone. I'm so sad. I literally was saying that it is like finding a job. <laughs> I was like, you literally just you sometimes it seems like it might be okay fit and it's not or whatever and it just that you have to find the right scenario where the stars have to align. There has to be an opening. <laughs> you it's have to, you know like you have to be the it's right fit true. they have to be the right fit and everything and so it's so funny but their analogy like i loved how it was like so it's like application is yes. like tinder like you're like yeah. kind of like going through a list of resumes and then you like short list and you go on these dates <laughs> and that's like your interview it's true, and though. then um and then totally like who has an not? employment <laughs> ghosted like when they're like yeah no you you either, yeah. you, you don't hear anything. You think you had a great first date and you get <laughs> ghosted or you, you go on an interview and you think you nailed it and mm-hmm. then you don't hear anything and you like follow up and they don't
0: reply. It's true. I that has happened. And somebody's so, like I don't know if this has happened to anyone else but something that you and I used to always talk about is like when dating, when, <laughs> when, we, when we were tindering, yes. um, when it rains, it pores. Yes. Oh my God. So for me. So true. With jobs, I swear to God, I'm in like a, apply, 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 nothing. It's like fucking desert yep. for days, the months. Five energies in a week. and then right? Yeah, and then like five job opportunities in a week. Like, And I'm just like, wow. right? Okay, not five, but like three I was like, or damn. two. And it's like, and then you're overwhelmed. And I'm like, it. this never happens otherwise. Yes. So it's, that's... I, I had want. recently
2: two random opportunities come up out of nowhere where it was like in the same week within days of each other. One was through LinkedIn, through just like a recruiter LinkedIn of a competitor. And I was just like, I'm not really interested in that, but still it came up and then also through an old coworker and they, it was, they were like, Hey, I just started working at this company in Bay area, like interested. And I was like, yes, (laughs) but not right now I can't move. I don't want to move right now. But I was like, there's just like, it was at once two offers, not offers. No. But two kind of opportunities opportunities, opportunities, out of the blue in the same week, and I wasn't looking. And I was like, this is insane that, like, these both happen at the same time. And, yeah, you don't hear anything. You're not playing. You're not doing any of that. Right? But still, it's so true.
1: I thought it was good because, like, I never really thought about it in the terms that they put it in of, like, women in the workplace, like, through the years. Oh. But I was also at the same time going, like, kind of, like, okay. Weird to have an actual chapter on this. No, it isn't. It's important. I don't know. I just I don't think I really expected it to be somewhat of a history lesson before you kind of got into that's true. the book.
2: I think it was a short enough section that it didn't. It wasn't too crazy. But yeah. I the main thing I kind of liked about the chapter was the how it was talking about modern day Me Too movement. Yeah, like that's super. I relevant, did like super that. Important. I and have, have literally. Yeah, and that was and that's yeah. referenced quite a bit in the book, yeah. which is which is super yes, important please. right now. And you mm-hmm. know, I haven't experienced any um, like actual sexual harassment at work in any way, shape, or form. But I've seen, I have had people in, like males in, a professional setting, comment on me too in a joking way. Really, and I'm like, oh wow, really? Like they're like, <laughs> yeah, oh, me too, Pfft, like laughing and making fun of it, and I'm like, literally, that I can't handle this, I'm, yeah. and I had to walk away. Um, which is crazy. Um, like it's at a casual networking event type thing, but I'm still just like, yeah. this is super, like this is real, and yeah. this is things that people are facing right yeah. now in the world, and. And it's not really something I'm, oh, I'm comfortable with anyone laughing about or, I agree. or you know, um, minimizing in any yeah. way. So I found that was, that's super, super important. I, I think it's, it's relevant to, obviously this book is targeted to females. And so I think it's, yeah. it's relevant to understand like f- women being in the workforce is relatively recent, which is crazy. Like, that like, was, with family, with, like was what?
0: crazy to me. And I think going back and looking at it before, like, recently before we were born, like when our moms were yeah. still, like, maybe born, if not just beginning their lives as like infants, if not. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, that timeline is crazy to me. Yeah. It's crazy because yeah. I think of when my mom was born, and I'm like, you're telling me when you were born, with women were not like did not have jobs. They, they had just, opportunities yeah, like yeah, they do exactly. now, but they even
2: still it's, it's just so it's such an interesting time and it's, it's a very cool time to be a woman because of the focus that's being put mm-hmm. on it. And we have had quite a few conversations about this in my company about because I am in a very male dominated industry. You are too in technology, Yes. right? Yeah, so software, yeah. it's, it's, Technology is very male-dominated, there is, yep. and as you move up the ranks of leadership, the percentage of women decreases yeah. significantly. Every, every single level yeah. that you go up, the percentage of women leaders decreases, so, um, and it's, it's a huge problem, especially even in Cal- Calgary.
1: With oil and gas, energy, and resources, like that's sort of like also very male dominated. Yeah, especially yeah. when you look at like who's in like the top areas. Like yeah. for my company, when you like look at like it's a husband and wife that started the company. So like obviously the wife's at the top. But like for like the more technical, logical, like they have a son and a daughter, but the Daughter's more of like the vice president of like marketing. Marketing and HR. But right? And the then he does the tech operations. Ha- he, yeah, he's development. Yeah. Finance. Yeah. Yeah, like I he know. does all that. And like then like his best friend or whoever he is really, um, I'm pretty sure he's like his one of his like closest friends is like, yeah, like more of like I think more on the finance and like other kind of area of the thing. And it's like Pretty much everyone that's like a vice president in the company, besides, I don't HR think HR marketing. Yeah, is, is like a man, man. Yeah. So we know. totally got off topic again. No, we did, so our so next, oh, so no. we haven't
2: talked about the what you're, what you you should be doing with your life, mm-hmm. and what your job says about you. That that thing.
1: So batches say the same book like later on, obviously, but where they're talking about their business, they're like, is it something? Unique, where it's never been done before, or is it something that has been done before, but you like, like recreated in a, a new way. spin? Like, on like, yeah, it a... a new spin on it, like completely, like reinvented in its own your way, that ends up making sense and ends up building you something, like. They're like not all hobbies that you do on the side are going to be going to, it. yeah, going to become like your one idea that's gonna be like a side and that's okay. And no, then there are ones that do come that area, right?
2: So they were saying that there's some things that are probably better as hobbies, which is okay. okay. So, and like they're like, if like and I like, like
0: crocheting,
2: then yeah, you know, if you more... And maybe you sell your maybe you sell your crochet, but that's not your career. You know okay. what I mean? Like so, so it's like it's it is more of a hobby. But there's some things that are actually going to tangibly make you money, and you can you can really invest in it. So I think that that's what they were kind of saying. Like, just there has to be in terms of a career, you have to the opportunity has to be there and your passion for it. So you can have passion for something Mm -hmm. and the business opportunity isn't Isn't really there. Like there might be something where like, but say crochet, say you're obsessed with crochet and you love it. You could do it 24 seven. You're never going to have, make enough money. Mm. To Maybe live your life on, right?
1: I Me, mean, yeah. You get a
2: couple extra twenty-five. You make a couple twenty-five dollars sales a week. Perfect. Yeah. You make two hundred dollars a week on fucking crochet. Perfect. You're not gonna live your life on that much money. So, yeah. right? You know what I mean? So it's no. it's a hobby. Yeah. No. And but that be, but if you're like you know what people fucking love this podcast. I'm a content wow. creator and I have thousands, hundreds of thousands of subscribers and all these sponsors and all of this and. You build it into something because of the opportunity that you have and the product market that yeah. exists. You're able to actually make that into a career, and so. But you can have a passion for something, and it doesn't have to be your career, and that's okay, is what they were saying, which I it think can is really it interesting. Be hobby, yeah, or can and it, it can be totally be a hobby, which is what they were saying. Mm-hmm. Like so, say so you don't hit it off with someone, but they have like an interesting career or an interesting job or something or something yeah, you want to exploit, right? And I was like, hmm. So. Really funny. They're like, yeah, like if your your date has something interesting about like you know professionally that you want to learn more about, don't be worried about exploring that and following up and booking a coffee as a second as a follow up from like more of a professional perspective. And I'm just like, oh my fucking god, because I David and I went to San Francisco, yeah, and we just went and like I was on Tinder. He was like, we were all single and. I'm like, I'm, I met this guy on Tinder who lived there, and we met up one night, and he was talking about how he wanted to learn more about, I forget, I literally forget what software it was. It was something like maybe design, maybe like um, InDesign or something like that, and he was like, yeah, I want to learn more about this software. I think it's going to help me in my career, and I was like, oh, you should try like lynda.com, which is like an e-learning platform where you can learn all different types of software, it'll give you tutorials, that sort of thing, and uh, you have to pay a subscription fee to be a part of it, and literally, (laughs) we didn't have a second date, obviously, he was from San Francisco, I was from, I was leaving in a week, we had no follow-up, other than (laughs) he texted me the day after, I was like, hey, um, nice meeting you, by the way, what was that website you said? that I can learn this this software on and I was like oh my god and I was like Linda he's like thanks have like good luck and like kind of like a like a dismiss like yeah and I was like this literally happened to me like someone like dating app networked and like found got ahead in their profession from just going on a date and I was oh my like god. Oh, I and I was just like, well, that is what it is. Like it was, yep. I was obviously in San Francisco. I wasn't gonna like end up with this guy, but it was just funny because he, like, it was obviously like nothing was gonna go anywhere. It wasn't anything, but it was just funny that like, he felt followed up, asked for the website again, and that was it. I have
1: to say, I wish some of my dates went like that instead of so the way that they did. <laughs> so in a creepy way I'd rather than go the professional way because either way I did not see them going anywhere besides right. that oh, they do have
2: a section on working in the digital age mm-hmm. and I was like this is super relevant to me <laughs> that's because my company is super like oh yeah like flexible work arrangements or whatever and <laughs> I am on a um, it's a comment right now where I am working with a global team that is so, everyone's remote. So,
0: okay.
2: I work with... Every single person on my team works in a different time zone, essentially. Okay. So... That sucks. Right? It's interesting because you're like, okay, well, you're two hours ahead. You're one hour behind, whatever. Most people are in North America, but I also I also work with people who are um, all over the map in terms of Jesus. globally. Yeah. But my core team is all in North America, but they're different time zones. So... It doesn't matter. You work from home, and you just make it work, right? And so when they were talking about working from home, I know you said you read an article where a girl was bitching about how negatively the bitches said, yeah. right? They said that it yeah. it kind of painted it in a negative light. And I mean, I'm not disagreeing. Like they they did say that, you know, the the girl was like, I work from home, and I'm I'm still cute, and I still live my life or whatever, yeah. but. Um, I
1: feel like that's less so.
2: It's hard because when you work from home all day. So for example, today I went into work. I had a meeting in the office for the first time in probably two weeks, yeah. and I didn't realize like it had been a week and I hadn't like done my make. And I love makeup. You guys know I do makeup like all the time. Like yeah. I love it, but it had been a week because all I had left the house for was to go to the gym or go to the grocery store. So obviously for those two things, I'm not gonna do makeup, makeup looks, yeah. right? So, so I will just do kind of bare minimum, and I'm very much like a get. I like getting ready, like I like getting ready and feeling like I'm like, I'm confident in how I look. Yeah, and when you work from home. Even And I live with Sid, and like he'll be at work, and I'll know he's coming home, and I'm like, I kind of want to like get a little ready, knowing he's going to come home. Because I'm like... And not that I... Because I think that he's going to be like, ugh, you're gross. But I'm just like, I just want to feel confident, like like cute when he comes home. But because I'm on a six-month comment with a global team that I'm working from home for the entire time. And it's just... I would like to... Like, I do like it. I do like working from home a lot. And I I, I think about going back to like a regular job of working at work. And I'm like, shit, that would suck. (laughs) Because I'm like, this is great. Like, I could just sleep in until the minute I have to start work. Get up, put a coffee on. I'm in pajamas. And then I take my first call and I do a little bit of work, drink my coffee slowly. Like
1: they said.
2: Well, I don't even have, I'm not even video calls. It's just phone calls. So I'm just, so I'm just. Doing, I don't have to put makeup on. I don't have to do anything. I'm just literally wake up, start my computer, get a coffee, get ready, take a call, drink my coffee, do some work. And then I'm like, you know what, Kate, time to like maybe take a little 15-minute breather, go change into some athleisure wearer. Um, I'm because awesome. I'm like, I don't want to... I Exactly. I'm going to put on some Lululemons and I'm going to put on a sweater mm-hmm. so I'm not feeling like... Literally, I'm in pajamas like a bum, but I'm like, but I'm like, but I'm definitely not business casual. You're
1: not like a slob in the slob sense, but you're a but you need fashion to, conscious slob. But what? I
2: do feel like you need that transition because yeah. if you were the, if you didn't do that moment of like, I'm kind of getting ready. So like, you need to like brush your teeth. I put in my contacts, I put on Lululemons, a sweater, a sweater. Yeah. Maybe some mascara. I don't even care if I'm leaving the house or not. Like, I'll just feel like I need to go through the motions of, like... Obviously, I need to brush my teeth like, get ready for the day. But it's tempting to, like... Sometimes... And sometimes if I'm busy, busy that day that I have a lot on the go, like... It'll be noon and I'm like, fuck, I haven't even gotten ready and brushed my teeth yet. Like, I need to go get ready. And so making sure that you have, like, those kind of controls in place that you're like, I... I don't go past ten a.m. without like brushing my teeth and like putting it in context and changing and like starting my day. Like even I can start working, but I can, you know, at least take fifteen minutes and get ready, and then have, that's like a little break, and then you get ready, then you keep working. I feel like that's critical critical for your productivity. Otherwise, you feel like you're just a little
0: that's slug. Fair.
2: And you're just like, I am a disgusting slug. And I'm like, and like I could be working, but I'm gross. Like, yeah.
1: For me, I would need to have a shower. Because, like, when I have showers, like, when I'm at home on a weekend and I don't shower, I feel like the grossest thing ever and no one's going to see me. I just, I shower at night, typically. And for me, I shower sometimes sometimes twice a day. Like, this week, I shower twice a day. Mainly because I, like... Before I went to work, showered, and then worked out afterwards and showered. But, like, for me to feel, like, rejuvenated... That's fair. Like, especially if I were from home, I would need to, like, wake up, like you said. Like, I could do... Start off with, like, if I had a meeting early in the morning, I was like... Take the call. I'm going to, like, Which I really appreciate. 15 or 20 minutes or whatever before the call, yeah. get my coffee ready, get myself situated before the call, take it, and then if I had, like, a half an hour or, like, whatever... Hammer out, a fucking quick shower, put on, like, Lululemons, because for me... You I have to be comfortable. Sweatpants. I have not owned actual, legit sweatpants for, like, probably five, six years.
2: Lululemons are more
1: comfortable. And they make you feel better about yourself. Yeah, I don't know. That's just me on the whole. I have a huge fan, But, like, yeah. sweatshirt, whatever on top, but, like, the Lululemons, you have a shower, maybe... And you like, kind of are ready like now, right? You feel, like, you feel fresh, yeah. good for the day... ready to go at it, and you're
2: like... And what's crazy is working from home cuts out a significant... So, if you think about commuting into work, I know you probably have... Do you work downtown?
1: No, I work on a... Like, I live in the northwest, but I work in the southeast. Yeah,
2: so your commute's huge, your commute's huge, Mm -hmm. right? How many hours, like an hour of your day?
0: minutes,
2: at least. One direction.
0: And that's with no traffic.
2: So,
1: 40 minutes?
2: up to two hours yeah. of your day, yeah. up to two hours of your day. No, one hour. Hour and a half.
1: Forty-five.
0: Let's figure it yeah. out. Hour and a half each. At um, least an hour and a half each. Just yeah. like let's even. Usually, usually I don't work that. Hour and a half or late. But I think hour and a
1: half. We'll go with an hour and a
0: half. But so
2: say it's an hour and a half of commute. For me, I live downtown and I work downtown, so very convenient. I live on the free fare zone. I'm able to just like take the train to downtown. Still, regardless, it doesn't matter how close you are, if you're commuting in any way yeah. into downtown, you ha- whether you're driving or taking the train, you're have to. you on the train schedule, yeah. you're walking to the train, and then you're walking from the train stop to the office, whatever it ends up being. You need 20 minutes minimum. Whether I lived in Mission, whether I lived exactly where I do now, it's 20 minutes give or take but you working from home that is cut out that's so like fucking at least an <laughs> hour of your oh, day yeah. so say I say it was half an hour that typically I'd say is half right now my current location yeah. from my work is half an hour to and I from agree. essentially even mm-hmm. though it's close it can be up to half an hour that I'm saving For you guys, imagine if you were from home. Imagine if you could get an hour and a half back into your life for the next for four days out of five a week. Because I go into office at least once a week just to have meetings, connect with people, and that sort of thing. Like I'd need to still do that, but so four four out of five days a week, I am at home and I cut out all of my commute. Imagine being able to do that. That's crazy. That's crazy. So those are the benefits, right? And I also you can supplement that with workouts with whatever yeah. like you can fill that time with value add things to your life and so they they did make it seem like they were like oh you know you're you're a disgusting slug and all you do is take calls and sit on the couch and it's like uh, okay no yeah. like i like i i literally work from home like i do yeah. work <laughs> at home well
1: and i think they but, might have been meaning it in the way of maybe what they being funny ate. or well, funny or what they were like then thinking them working from home and being like yeah because when i think me working from home yeah like i might shower and like try and make the best of my day that might only go for like a week or so and then maybe i become that person that they were talking about where you're like being productive but also not being productive yeah. in your day kind of thing you have right? to
2: that's why you have to build those controls you have to be i that's why for me yeah. i have to be like i will not go past 10 without, like, getting ready. And I will not, like... like, And I typically book a spin class at, like, 5.30 or something. Oh so God. I'm like, um. I know I have to wrap up work by 5
1: yeah. because
2: I have to leave the house at 5. I have to be ready to leave the house at 5, which means that I can't push off work because the thing is, if I... For my schedule, I could work... I could start work at noon and work yeah. till 9. You know, like, I could, yeah. I could do any schedule, really, that I wanted as long as I'm accommodating my meetings. But, like, I trying to I try and make sure that I you know I finish my work everything I need to do I'm done by by five PM so I can make it to my five thirty spin class or something so I'll like book make book those things in so that I'm time I'm yep. um time boxed which I find is helpful to be more productive. So anyway for anyone who wants to work from home
1: you just need to be conscious of what tips you're doing and your tricks. Time.
2: Yeah exactly
1: conscious of your time how to make yourself feel better.
2: And yeah I'm feeling like you're Are still a working? fucking thriving adult without being, like, a yeah, not disgusting, disgusting slug. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: Pretty much. Okay. Should um, we talk about
2: the entrepreneurship situation? Yeah. yeah. Starting a business.
1: Starting a business. Uh, so, like, how they started off where they were, like, basically talking about, like, their life and, like, kind of creating a business. Like, they kind of did more so that introduction. But they kind of, like, recapped, like, they started in, like, 2011, and, um, where, when they were in school. Yeah. And how they just created, like, their idea just came from one night being at one's house yeah. or whatever. And an anonymous blog turned into what it is now, like, this empire that they're creating.
2: Like, and how many podcasts did they have? How many books that they write? Like, it's yeah. crazy.
1: And like their first Instagram book was accounts. like five years ago or something like that. So like that about two years after they like they're mid twenties, right? Yeah, they're yeah. like twenty eight. They're I believe a year older than me. So it's like I think they're
2: they're twenty nine.
1: Yeah, like they're they're not far.
2: No, like, they're, they're like our age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. And yeah, and
1: they're like building this company, and they're a hundred percent owners. They haven't taken investors like yeah. nothing, and like they're putting what they make basically back into the company, yeah. Like they're growing making it, making what they do to live. But from the sounds of
2: it, they're putting back what they don't into it, yeah, which is which is really cool. Which
1: I mean, kind of need to do like I know when my dad was creating his business, like him and his partner, yeah, they took a cut kind of home, but. Like, 90% of that cut was going back right into that business. So, they got maybe 5% or whatever. Like, I'm exaggerating so right. I don't really know. But, like, it put most of what they got back into what they were growing as a
2: company. Which you need to do. And especially if you're not going to get investors. Like, oh my god. It's so stressful. Because, like, yeah. I I am so risk-averse as a person.
1: Yeah.
2: That, But I have... But I'm so entrepreneurial in my yeah. mindset and so and but I'm but I'm like I want to take all these risks and I want all this funding from the other people's money right yeah. and I'm like if it was my money literally like I have money right now imagine I took the, all of my savings I oh my took it all out and I put it into this business like would it be successful and I should look at it like that you know if you're going to start yeah. a business you should look at it like if it was my money would this business be worth it
0: yeah it's scary
2: it's a but why would an entrepreneur why would a venture capitalist or angel investor think different you know like they would be like i want to put my money in that company right and so it's it's just stressful to think that it's something that you're gonna put all of your money into and like you're gonna keep putting your money into and if you're if it's starting to generate revenue like i'm sure your, your your dad's company was like getting revenue, and he was like, okay, this is worth it. I'm going to keep investing yeah. and keep building, right? Because it was it was getting bigger and bigger, which is great. But, like, imagine if it wasn't. And they were like, How am I, when do I pull the plug? Like, yeah. you know? Like, he obviously had a good business going.
1: To, yeah, and then, or someone comes along and is like, do you want my money? Mm-hmm. Do you turn them down? Well, no, the thing you is. you your, like, life somewhat easier in a way? It's
2: like a lot of times, um, well, not a lot of times, I'd say I'd say 99% of the time, starting a business is about, like, your exit strategy. Like, how you're going to sell your company. There are a lot of people who are like, I never want to sell because this is my company. I want it to be mine forever, kind of thing. But a lot of people are like, what is my exit? Like, which I, I don't think... I, which, they, they do mention in the book that, you know, business school, they're like, oh... They kind of basically say it's a waste of time.
1: Yeah, which... They did mention a couple times and then they're like, we have no really big
2: say in it, considering they've never been. Yeah. And but they kind of were like, I kind of feel like it's a waste of time. Like, we're successful without it, so why would anyone else not be successful without it? It's kind okay. of what I think they were saying, um, which I mean is fine, but I don't think that everyone has, first of all, an idea right away. A lot of really big businesses have actually come out of people who have been in business school and have. Had a project where they have to come up with an idea, yeah. For example, like Warby Parker, for example, like the glasses company, have you heard of that they're like a billion dollar company now? They were in board and business school and they're like, Yeah, you have to come up with a business, and they're like, eh, You know, and they're so they're racking their brain yeah. trying to figure out, and now they're their billion dollar business, and so it kind of pushes people who are entrepreneurial to come up with those ideas, and it also. I feel like I did learn a lot from business school, and I don't think that i I'm definitely not an expert like these these girls having built an empire, yeah. I'm sure no more than me having to business and even school then for sure.
1: books said that they weren't experts in like half the shit that they're saying for sure, right yeah, and
2: so I know that they are probably they not probably they guaranteed are <laughs> yeah. more entrepreneur more knowledgeable in terms of entrepreneurship starting a business venture capitalism how to like get new venture finance like funding yeah. and all those things than i am but i also i feel like i having not have that experience and having no other option in terms of i i wasn't ready to start a business i didn't have any idea yeah. i wasn't having a direction whereas they had this idea and this platform very early in their lives They have that unique opportunity to be able to, like, get that hands-on experience, which is guaranteed a one-for-one, if not way better, replacement for business school, right? But if you don't have that idea and you don't have that opportunity, go to business school. Fuck it. Learn it. Learn about how to do a business model canvas. Learn about product work at fit. Learn about technology commercialization. Like Learn learn all those things. So. Right, like I'm happy. I learned those things, so now that I want to approach a business, I'm, I'm approaching it from the right direction. Versus they had a really great idea, and they're able to run with it. And I think if maybe I had a great idea, maybe I wouldn't need business school. But unfortunately, like that's not how my path went. I exactly. I now know when I went to business school, I've been in consulting, and I now feel like I have a good foundation that if I did want to start my own business, I could. And I have, I have, I understand the principles and I'm able to do it yeah. but but like they're lucky in that they had a killer idea and they had each other to support themselves and they just pursued it wholeheartedly and it took off but and so I I, I agree and disagree with their argument where they're, they're kind of like yeah get an MBA like you don't really need one kind of thing yeah. like whatever yeah. everyone says you don't really need one do. and I'm like yeah yeah you don't but like you also kind of do if you don't have an idea or a direction,
1: yeah, I feel like their argument on it is fifty-fifty. You either are a certain way and you can get by with it, depending on everything without it, or you need, or you should take it. Yeah, so you're I not naturally like, there. Yeah, like I think you either. It's 50-50, like, whether or not you, and, like, if you have a great idea, like, you could be, like, okay, well, maybe I need, for I develop it, like, I need to take business classes on it. Like, I don't know, it's, I think it's not so much a, like, business school sucks, it's more of a. True, I guess. (laughs) Think about it, if you didn't take business in school, and you're, like, well, maybe I should benefit from it then take it. If you're like them and their idea just worked out the way that it did, then you didn't need to, kind of thing. I think mean, it's like a... Take it for what it it's is. It's true. And sometimes, literally, faking until you're making it is, like, one of those things that you have to look by. I know. It's true. Just, you just go with it. Every
2: That's the thing. I had imposter syndrome of, like, women always feel that way, where you're just like, I... I'm not an expert. Why am I here? Why am I doing what I'm doing? And I've, I felt it where I'm like, oh, like, I am in a room of people that are way smarter than me, but I know that something's wrong with what they're saying. And I've been like, I, but I don't believe in myself that like, it's actually what I'm thinking. Cause I'm like, they're all way smarter than me. Like not smarter, but they were way more experienced and they're, they're way more knowledgeable about this topic but I'm like, I know something is wrong with what they're saying, and I'm like, so, but I can't bring myself to say it, and then a week later, it comes up that that was exactly what was wrong, and I should have said it, and then someone else says it, a guy probably says it, and is like, oh yeah, no, we should have done this, and I was like, fuck, like, I, I knew that I saw it ago, yeah. and I knew it and I heard them say it and I was like that's wrong they should do this but I was like but what do I know I'm just like a young new person I don't I can't don't have any right to say one way or another well, what exactly. they should what this partner should do and so I just keep my mouth shut and sit there and then I'm like what the why the fuck didn't I say that and so I've become I've become more and more confident over the last couple of years to be able to say those things but like when I do feel that but. It is, it is a challenge because you you don't want to, because the thing is, what if I'm wrong and I say something in front of a client, in front of a partner, or someone that I don't want to look like an idiot in front of, oh, yeah. and then I say, like, I think you're wrong and I think that maybe we should do this, and that's not the right thing. I'm going to get, I don't want to be crucified for that, right? So it's a struggle. Now,
1: work-life we, balance.
2: Right. That's the last section.
1: Work life balance and harassment kind of stuff.
2: So it was interesting that they said that I feel like a lot of their tips were more about staying organized than Which, yeah. actually about achieving work life balance. Like, th- she was like, Yeah, if you, you know, keep a to do list and like keep on top of your emails and whatever, but it wasn't
1: so much like. Work nine to five as much as you can, and then have a like you know outside set of clear it.
2: boundaries or yeah. that's sort Like it was more just like how to be productive at work so you can escape work as fast as
1: possible. Yeah.
2: Which I mean is 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 a part of work life balance, but it's also about there's also different types of strategies. Like I feel like um, a lot of people have been using the word work life harmony. Like I know Jeff Bezos and I think a couple of people have sort of start using that word in terms of like I don't ever want to say like cuz balance is is difficult because one is always going to be teetering right like yeah. one is always going to be lower than the other or above the other
1: mm-hmm. there's
2: not typically a time what for longer than a couple seconds that the balance may will be even for both of them and so, so and that's okay that one is life but
1: balance it's more about
2: like harmony right like you're just you, you they both blend into each other where you can leave, you can show up at work at 10 a.m. because you you had to stay in the morning with your kid and you need to do what you need to do, or and you had to leave early or you need to do whatever. And it's more about like having, or like you had to take a day off on a Tuesday because your kid had a fucking recital. Like, who knows, yeah, right? You're
1: gonna end up making that time up somehow. If
2: you're gonna work late like, on a Thursday, so fucking yeah, take like, Tuesday off, right? Or exactly. like an hour,
1: or so extra every day for however many days to make up for that day that you're going to miss out it's not so much you're taking a day off yeah. it's like more people especially the people you work with and more immediate they want to know if you're taking a work life balanced life or harmony it's more of that they know that when you do whatever you're taking off or whatever if it's they like besides sick so days working, and like whatever yeah. but that it's Still, something that you're still making up, that you're still yeah. working. You're not just taking a free day. And I feel like this love and, and it's like, oh. still like everything else, right? I've got this a little short. I but we talk about it all. We pretty much talked about it all. We didn't talk about the harassment part, but I feel like if you read the book, we oh, don't I need to get asked. into that and the whole Me Too movement and everything mm-hmm. kind of explains the whole situation in itself. And slash, you should know. I don't also have
2: personal life experiences with Neither that.
1: Neither do so. I, and to be honest, if you're getting harassed at work, like they say in this book, go to HR. Please report Make it. as many reports, even if it's just personal reports before you even go to HR, make sure you document that shit out of itself so you have it. But yes. we're in a different age where, especially now with the Me Too movement going on, it's taken more seriously, so... We got that you have power. covered in itself, and work-life balance is more like work-life harmony, and just if you try and make it work work and live life as much as you can, pretty much.
2: Yeah, just try and like get a job that has that flexibility, and obviously try and get a job that has. That's not a. Great, that's not great advice, but you yeah. know,
1: as much as you can, try and get something that works for what you. Having your life when you want. Exactly.
2: And there's some people who are like, you know what? Like an 8 to 4 schedule that I just... I show up at and leave at 4 and I just go home to my family after that is fine. And some people are more like, I need to be able to like work after, you know, 10 to midnight. I want to be able to be on my email and that's... And I want that flexibility being able to like
1: yeah.
2: transfer my hours as needed. And that's totally fine.
1: And it... That... In itself goes to whatever you want to do, and we appreciate Raina coming on the podcast for this. Thank Raina. You. <laughs> um. And we didn't say this before, but rate, review, and subscribe, please. And send in as many questions, reviews, suggestions for like future books. Wine, because we love wine. Anything you can, like send it to us via email at our Booze and Books email, which is Booze. Um, so it's B O O O Z E A N D B O O O K S at gmail.com. So it's Booze and Books at gmail.com. Booze and Books have an extra zero O, oh, sorry, O oh in it. Um, And we love the questions. Hopefully you guys send us some more questions and suggestions, whether it's books or wine. We love it. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Next month it is Sin by Emma Hart. It is a romancey book, but I think it's more chick-lick, slash mm-hmm. Fifty Shades of Grey, slash fucking kick-ass woman in this life who don't take men's shit as... Much as we can consider the fact that we also like men, sometimes it depends on how we feel, but anyways. So, again, please rate reviews, subscribe, and it you guys can follow us on our Booze and Books podcast, which is boozeandbooks.podcast or lind.sed or Shoe. And you can also get Raina at Raina19 19. Raina 19 on Instagram. So have a great night, guys. And, yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.